Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chocolate Hazelnut Podcast. Today is a special episode. <laughs> it is October 12th, and we're going to drop this one today. It is Hazelnut's 25th birthday. Can you believe it? A whole 25 years. 25 years around the sun. How do you feel? I wish I was 25. I'll turn 25 again. Oh, you going to tell on me? Okay. Yeah, so, I don't care. today we have a very interesting episode. But before we get into that, did you want to sh- show the, the prizes? Okay. So, we'll do that on another episode. Okay. So, today we have a special episode. Not really. Yes, really. Same, but different. <laughs> I chose the topic. So Hazelnut's going into this blind. Are you excited? Sure. I know I'm excited today. I just can't <laughs> wait because I know you're going to actually agree with this video, probably most of the points. Okay. And have a lot to say. Okay. And it's going to get you excited. So I'm just ready to jump into it. Well, let's jump in. And as always, I'm Chocolate. I'm Hazelnut. And this is our show. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And if you ain't following, go ahead and do what you do. You know, let's go. Okay, so I'm about to share with you signs that you need to be aware of when considering if you're ready to start dating again. Okay, so the first sign is if you're ready to start going at a tolerable speed. And the reason why I say this is because if you're going at a fast speed with someone, you tend to get wrapped up in that whole honeymoon stage and then you tend to miss things. But if you go at a slower speed, you'll tend to be able to see things with a greater perspective and to be able to make more conscious and well-informed decisions going forward. I wouldn't have to fully agree with her there because like... You didn't even let her finish her thought. All right, you're right. You just gonna, go ahead and say what you're going to say, though. All right, I, I'm just saying because like some of these folks that get into relationships, like they be trying to go like zero to a hundred in the first two, two weeks, three months. Like you don't know this person. And like she just said, like, when you go slower, you tend to, like, really get to know who they are. You see those red flags. You see if they're consistent or not. Because anybody can fake the funk for a few weeks. I give you know? You, I give you 90 days. So, I mean, even in 90 days, some people are, are really good at being deceptive. But they cannot maintain that over time. So, so if you time? slow it down... You know, you can really kind of see the true nature of a person. So, how much time do you think? I say six months. I mean, that's all you really need to know someone. Within six months, you definitely know you have a better understanding of who they are as a person. However, how serious you want to be with that person, I think other variables come into play. Like, for an example, um, if you have kids, you can't just be like, okay, I know who this person is and let them move into your house with your kids. Like you can't listen to what I'm saying. You can't do that because you don't know how that person is going to interact with your kids and vice versa. Because yes, you are dating that person and they are dating you. But if you have kids, for an example, or even pets, like that's a package deal. So now, you know, you have to see how that all ties together. Then you also have to think about, um, like what they are like over time in different seasons like right now even in six months like let's say that they had a really good year so this whole time that you've known them like in the six months that you've known them they were great they were energetic they were happy-go-lucky but then next year they lost their job because like with COVID right now they are a completely different person and you don't know how you feel about like how they are when they're not doing great you see what I'm saying okay 
So I will agree with you. You do have to see how people are in different seasons because when things are going good, people are completely different. Mm -hmm. But when things are going bad, they can go from this sweet, nice person to an abusive douchebag. And when I say abusive, I don't mean just I don't mean physically. I mean emotionally, and they can bring you down to a dark place. So so take a man who has a well-paying job, but then he loses this job. He goes from being potentially, even if he's not the breadwinner, but someone who's making fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year. Now he has to scale it back because he lost a job. Now he has no income or he has to take a job making thirty or forty thousand. He's not happy. Now he feels less than a man because he can't provide what he used to. So his whole attitude and demeanor may change. He may say, Why do I still have to go half on the bills? Why do I have to do this? If you're making seventy, I'm no longer making that. Why do I still have to pay half the mortgage? Duh, you're a grown man, so you still have to pay the bills. Well, why can't you take on more of the financial burden? Well, if he just sits and talks to the lady that he's with, she may be willing to, but he may come at her like, I don't think I need to be doing this, that, and the third because I don't make this much money. And you making all the money. And then every time she says something, he's feeling emasculated like she's challenging his but his manhood. Exactly. So I, I agree with the different seasons, but also... But I, you only I mean, know that over time. Like yeah, You're not going to know that right but away. You can be dating somebody for years and never see them go through this Well, but see, time. I would say that's different because you have, like, if it's been years, right you have a better understanding of who they are as a whole, like overall. And yes, people slip into like, you know, different things. Maybe they went down like a rabbit hole into a dark place and they need help getting back out of that. But again, like, you know, and then also it's it's been, um, I don't want to say like proven, but it's been noted, I would say, that people who generally tend to try to rush relationships in the beginning usually Flame are doing so for the sole purpose of trying to get you to attach and get hooked on that beginning infatuation stages so that when the, their true selves come out, then it's just like, oh, they used to be so sweet. They used to be so fun. I don't know what happened, but it's not that anything really changed. They're pretend or their facade just went away and their true personality came out but you are you expected a different person who they were in the beginning or pretending to be in the beginning I, I will say i disagree with that and agree with it because some people do that but some people that's just their attachment styles as you like to say some people come in hot and heavy right and yes those relationships tend to flame out very time. quickly but some of them actually stay that way for a while but the thing about the hot and heavy is that Yes, you may become infatuated and you get stuck in the honeymoon phase, but then when real life come and hit you, a it, lot of it people, can be a shit stick, as some of the old folks would say. I mean, I mean, shit dropping from this way, shit dropping from that way, and times get tough, but I want to get back to the video. Yeah. Forward with said person. Okay, so the second sign is you need to have a greater understanding of the things that you need to avoid, the things that you need to be aware of, and the things that you need to articulate. So you need to think of it like this is a job. So you go and look for a job that has a certain criteria of pay that you've been looking for. So you'll know to avoid the jobs that don't meet this criteria. And then the second thing is you might be in the workplace and you've been paired to do a task with a colleague and you know that they don't do the task the same way you do. So this is something to be aware of. It doesn't mean you need to end things, but to have some awareness 
this will work in your benefit. And then the last thing is you need to be able to articulate. So there may have been past relationships where you haven't articulated your wants and your needs in the relationship. So being able to say these things will help towards your happiness and your well-being. Third one is understanding that relationship. So let me take it back just a half a second so you can see the word she said there. You need to understand. Hold on. Let me do that. <laughs> understand. Hold on. Understanding what you need to avoid. Be aware of and articulate. So I will say this is a very good point because a lot of times when we jump in relationships, especially in the hot and heavy months like you just mentioned, we we ignore those warning signs. We don't talk about our expectations. We don't we just go in there blindly and we well, just go for feelings. I won't of even friendship. say blindly blindly. I would say a lot of people go in with unrealistic expectations. And the reason why I would say that is because so many people, when you ask them what do they want, what are they looking for, right? Or like what's the purpose of dating, they will give you like these very kind of vague and overly used answers such as like oh you know I'm looking to date with a purpose or I'm looking for my wife I'm looking for my husband oh I want a man who's xyz I want a woman who's xyz right and usually those xyz's are like the same oh kind caring loving honest you know those type of things yes all of those things are important but to me I feel like when you think about what you want your life to look like, like um, when you're with somebody, especially for the long term. If you're saying you want to date somebody for the purpose of marrying and being with them for the rest of your life, whatever, what do you think your life will look like every day? When you wake up in the morning, what does your day look like? Is that, you know, him making you a cup of coffee? Is that you making him a cup of coffee? Is it, you know, making breakfast? Is it sending messages throughout the day? Is it phone calls? Hey, honey, I'm just calling to tell you I miss you. Like, what does your day look like? Well, and also- those are the, the types of expectations I feel like you need to articulate over time getting to know somebody, but a lot of people just don't. The other thing I will say, I agree with you on that is mostly agree with you. Uh, like, if you're and you got to make sure that you know like you said the phone calls and the texts are not only appropriate for his or her job but appropriate for that person because not everybody's comfortable with that um mm-hmm. type of that level of communication all the time they might feel like their space has been invaded so mm-hmm. you and that person have to be connected that way and it has to go far more than just that emotional connection so i would even take it a step further because like recently um, I was having a conversation with um, someone in, who's married, and he said that, you know, communication is the, the most important thing in a relationship. It's the foundation which, to make well, I mean, right? Well, I would agree, but the reason why he said it, and, and I like, I thought about it, but I really didn't let it sink in the same way as it did during this conversation, is that over the years, people change. That's what we all mm-hmm. do, right? Mm-hmm. And so... As time goes on, if you're not constantly communicating on just any and everything, like if something happens in the news, like, oh, you know, did you see this? What do you think about that? This whole thing, like with COVID, how is it affecting you? Are you okay? This whole thing with, you know, the shift of quiet quitting um, in the workplace, you know, have those type of discussions because that's how people wake up 
five years later and they don't know their spouse because they're not having these conversations. They're not really, truly still getting to know each other on a continual basis. Can I add one thing to what you just said? Yeah. Uh, about them not getting to know each other on a continual basis. A lot of time, if they have children or elderly parents, they get so wrapped up in caring for them that they forget to care for themselves and their relationship. Mm -hmm. And the sense of self, the sense of relationship, you know, those are two different things because you have yourself as a parent, yourself as a caregiver, yourself as a husband or wife, and then you have your relationship. And they, they lose they, they lose themselves, you know, so they forget to get to know each other and they drift apart. Right. Silently without ever even knowing it. Agreed. Yeah. Two more points she has here. Your wants and your needs in the relationship. So being able to say these things will help towards your happiness and your well-being. Third Thanks. one is understanding that relationships take work. So if you think of a plant, you'll know that it needs water in order to grow or else it's going to die. So everything oh. is either... I know you have something to say. I want to hear what you have to say. She said, it's like a plant. You have to water it for it to grow. I know you just briefly that's, touched that. That's basically what I, I'm seeing with all so, of this. So I, I, I saw a video the other day, and I'm going to bring it up. The guy said, for your sense of self, you have to date yourself. Because mm -hmm. you always hear in relationships, you need to date your partner. What about dating yourself within a relationship, like pampering yourself? That's true. I can see that. What about... Uh, but I would also say this goes... What she's saying also kind of goes into this whole idea of, like, relationships just being, like, in, in like, I would say in this whole fantasy world, like, you know, the Disney movies and all of the Hollywood productions, like, everything was just a happily ever after once you're married and life was just great from then on, right? That's not how it goes. And at the end of the day, I feel like that's why a lot of people end up trying to stray is because they feel like the grass is green on the other side from mm -hmm. the outside looking in, but they're not realizing the grass is yeah. green where you water it, period. Yeah, and the last time, a lot of times, you, you're familiar with fertilizer. Mm -hmm. Just because it's green, it don't mean it's better. Because be they got a lot of people who, you, who you spray just, paint grass. No, you, you could be stepping out into a whole bunch of Weeds. sugar, honey, iced tea. <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. Because it's a whole bunch of manure piled on that green grass. You don't know. She she or he may look better, but you finna go get in the shit. So yeah. <laughs> you, you start out with them. Hey, honey, how you doing? And now they just a whole thing. <laughs> All right. Growing or it's dying. So having an understanding that, you know, relationships take work, that in order to start dating again, you'll need All to be right. able to invest mm -hmm. on a daily basis consistently. And the fourth and final one is knowing that you need to set boundaries and understanding that the person that you're setting boundaries with respects, understands, and is willing to uphold those boundaries. Because if you think of it like... She said, respect, understand, and... You just messed me up. I'm sorry. She said, respect, understand... Let's run it back a few seconds. That is a very... I would put that in a quote. Okay, hold on. What she said. Because if you think of it like this, if you set boundaries and understanding that the person that you're setting boundaries with respects, understands, and is willing to uphold those boundaries. Because if you hold. think of it like yeah. this, if you say to someone you don't like something or it upsets you, and then they end up running away, they end up ghosting you, or they end up, you know, belittling you, this is a good thing because why would you want to be with someone who doesn't 
want to be with you for who you are. Like, you want to be able to be with someone that you can be your authentic self with. You don't want to be living a lie with someone because this just ends up with you growing resentment and anger. And (laughs) plus, you you would have wasted so much valuable time and energy on said person. So I want to run it back to, let's see if we can find it. Can you find it again? Go back just to the right there. Well, anywho, what, uh, what she's saying is, is very important, the boundaries. I'm so glad she brought this up. Let's see if I can find it. Boundaries and understanding that the person that you're setting boundaries with respects, understands, and is willing to uphold those boundaries. Respect, understand, and willing to uphold those boundaries. That is important. That's boundaries. That covers every aspect of willingness uh, to uphold uh, those, those boundaries. boundaries. Yes, that that covers every aspect, whether it's emotional, physical, sexual, spiritual. Those boundaries you do not cross. That's a that's a very important conversation, and those are things I mean, that you learn as you go in a relationship. Too. I would also say, one, you have to, you know, have. Hold on. Thank you. I would also say that you have to have a level of self-respect to one, set those boundaries for yourself, two, to enforce those boundaries when people try to cross them because they will, and then three, be willing to dole out consequences if those people do not respect your boundaries. Are you saying beat them up when you say dole off consequences? No, I mean Stop. like something as simple, like, like she just said, like let's say a boundary for you is that you do not want to go into a public space and, you know, or let's say this, maybe you are or very um, claustrophobic, right? Mm-hmm. So you do not like being in very tight spaces. You cannot deal with it. It, it causes you anxiety, everything else, right? You tell your partner this and they're like, okay, fine. Yet, they insist on taking you out with tons of people to go to like some type of crawl space where it's just like very tight and you're having a panic attack because you're like this I'm claustrophobic and then you proceed to leave and then they look at you like what are you doing you're ruining everybody's night however you've already established I'm claustrophobic I am uncomfortable I do not like this and instead of them saying you know, okay, let me help you. Let me make your life easier. They're trying to bring you into this situation that clearly crosses a boundary and they don't respect. So I just thought about something that we probably can talk about in another podcast. Okay. We can talk about sexual boundaries in a relationship. We can talk about emotional boundaries with regards to relationship and the importance. Like we can have a whole show on that. Do that's, you have anything you'd like to add, like, on any of those? I mean, yeah, I have a lot to add on those. But that's why I said I'm so glad she brought up boundaries in, in general okay. because boundaries are important. Boundaries can be set for everything. We do these things with, you know, you have to set boundaries, not just for relationships, but in life. Well, you set every, boundaries for your job. Like, hey, look, well, I'm no. off the clock at 5 o'clock. Don't call me at 7 asking me to work later, this and that, especially if you're not willing to pay me so, or vice versa. Like, you have to set boundaries for people. So everything you do in life, whether they're a friendship or work, everything is pretty much relationship bound. Right. People forget that. Yes. And if you don't set those boundaries, people will continue to cross over and and some people will take it to disrespect. Sometimes crossing a boundary is just saying, Hey, I'm not willing to do this. Not necessarily saying if you do this, you disrespect them, but some people will take it to that level. Because mm-hmm. you want to keep it even kill what it's 
where you're willing to give a little, but you don't want, what's the saying? You don't want to bend inch. over backwards trying to make other people happy, especially when they're crossing your boundaries. What, and what, what is it? You give an inch, they, they take, take a, a foot, foot or, or you, like you give a... a you give an inch, they try to take a mile and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah, but you, you don't want boundaries to eliminate that. Once and that's why, that's why I said you have to be willing to dole out the consequences for people who refuse to acknowledge and respect your boundaries. So I have to laugh because uh, every time you say dole out the consequences, I see somebody getting beat up. Like, <laughs> you like, bah, 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 I mean, <laughs> if, like, if you got to go there, I'm just kidding. I, I see you over there like this Bob and Weedy, like, whoo. <laughs> uh, every time you say that, that's what I'm seeing in my head. I'm sorry, you guys, but um, um but this was a, a really good, a really good one. I I enjoyed that, and I I did agree with everything she said for the most part. Um, yeah, me and her, we're on the same page, girl. I got you. Like, kudos to you. All right. So with that being said, if you'd like to comment, please comment down below on YouTube. Uh, hit us up on email, chocolateheadsonnut112 at gmail.com. Um, Don't forget to like, comment, no. and, and share. Follow us on all our uh, podcasting platforms. And let us know what you think about our episode. All right.